I haven't had a good clap in a while. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> Welcome back to the How'd I Get Here podcast, the podcast for positivity, progression, finding your own path. It is your co-host, Mr. Brown, Broken Guapo, 10 toes down, big head up, and I don't give a what. Fuck. Sorry. I ain't mean to yell. I'm a little excited today. I... It's your boy Spence, Mr. 20%, Wealth Strategist, um, King Aquarius, all that fun stuff. Another day above ground, as Jacob says, um, here at the Creative Calf Campus. Campus. (laughs) (laughs) Creative Uh, Campus brought to you by Crossover. Court Vision. (laughs) Brought to you by Court Vision. (laughs) It's the creative campus powered by Court Vision. So who's crossover? Uh, you get Subaru? crossed over because you're on Court Vision. Oh, yink, yink. Sorry. All right. Who brought this guy? <laughs> um, what up, bro? How you living today? It's been a long week, and it's Tuesday. <laughs> it's Tuesday, bro. Today's the most Thursday is Tuesday of ever, and I'm about to put this dry ass gum in my mouth. I heard every. That's piece the issue of that. with how you ever you set the audio up today is picking everything up. Ooh, okay. That's true, yeah, because we could hear them like clear as day. Yeah, we can't do that anymore. You want to go through there and like lamb new? Um, but yeah, it's been a, it's been a long <laughs> week. <laughs> it's been, it's been over a- here putting chicken out my teeth. <laughs> um, good luck, Ash. Yeah. It's been uh oh you know what? You know what I did? Hmm? I know what I did. Ah, she fixed it. Ooh, child. It's a little bit better, right? It's a lot better. <laughs> okay. Way better. <laughs> yeah, because I was I was sitting back here, I was like, yo, it's picking me up. Crazy. Yeah, it's way better. Um where we learn and we learn it. So we getting better every day because we the best podcast in CT. You're proven um actual factual samuel so as we like to start question of the day um and to be honest because we're coming to the end of q1 i'm just gonna make it super simple so bro this gum didn't even fucking last it's hubba bubba is even the max or is it just a regular hubba bubba who's max i'm not chewing max you never had hubba bubba max (laughs) i can hear all of that (laughs) Um, yeah, so we coming up to the end of Q1. Um, so I'm going to keep today's question super simple. I went to thetas. Theta. Because you said the Qs. The Qs and the thetas. Q1? <laughs> Quarter one? Um, what are your goals for the second quarter of this year? Um. So I had set like three major goals major key at the beginning of the year that are all separate um and <laughs> i noticed or think that it's not realistic to try to do multiple major things at once if they're not all aligned mm. i don't know if you agree or disagree with that so i am tackling one thing at a, i'm focusing on one thing while chipping away at the other two you know like getting started setting the groundwork um so 
the second thing that I want to focus on quarter two, and maybe this is how I do it, three major things and then the fourth tie them all together. Uh, second thing I really want to focus on bigger than goals and getting uh, my coaching up and up and popping nice. more than it already is. I like that. I like that. <clears throat> and putting more energy and time into that. And 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 I want to read more. <gasps> yeah. What? I got I got two memoirs, uh Carmelo Anthony's and Will Smith's. Hey Carmelo, Will, come on the show. Yeah, Will, I got some questions, bro. Um <laughs> But with all that being said, um, like I've opened up the Carmelo one and I got to it, but sometimes I get home and it's like, bro, I don't really feel like reading or you know, I just want to find more time because memoirs on people that I actually fuck with are actually very intriguing and like will get me roped in. Um, but it's hard to find the time to read, especially because it's not something you like to do. Right. Can you because even when it comes to podcasts, you're a visual person. So can you listen to an audiobook and retain that information? Mm-hmm. Not. Nah. Hmm. That'd be stupid to me. Because <laughs> you'd have to. Yeah, I guess at that point, just make him a movie. <laughs> he said, I've never read any of the Harry Potter books, but I know exactly I know what happened. <laughs> Bro, funny story about that. So my dad used to try and get us to read when we were kids. So one summer when one of the Harry Potter books came out, he was like, all right, if you read this book and write like a one page essay on it, I'll give you a hundred bucks. Right. I was young, like a Harry Potter book. Yeah, Floyd Mayweather can't even read a page out of a Harry Potter book, and he wants you to read a full one. I mean, why not? Why you just shit on? Yeah, no, I mean, it's well, a, no, why'd you shit on me? Fuck Mayweather. Because how old were you? It was like elementary school, like fifth, sixth grade. Is that elementary school reading? I read yeah. holes in fifth grade. You could read the first book. Yeah, this this was like one of the first two books. Oh, okay, first two books are pretty. Cause I remember yeah. like books back then being like that. Yeah, like, no, it, it was probably like fifth, fifth or sixth grade. Cause I still lived in Yeehaw. So, um, so what I did was I just read the titles of a couple chapters and read the first page and then just wrote a page. Cause I was like, I know my dad ain't read this shit. That part. <laughs> and Damn. Gave, yeah, is I'm, this before Cliff Notes, bro? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I was hustling before I was a, I'm a hustler. I don't know what I just did. I hummy the dance, but I think I did the young jock to the there. So what are your goals for Q2? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so goals for Q2, I want to start making more organic personal and professional relationships with folks. Um, so intertwined or separate? I mean, both it's hard for me to have a business relationship with someone and not have a personal relationship because i have to like you but can you have a personal relationship and not have a business relationship with them for sure okay yeah i found that's actually better when it comes to uh dealing with people you're close with and friends mm. because it's quick it's, it's, it's easy to start thinking differently of people when they don't support you, when it's so easy, but I, that's, a, that's another topic. Cassa, <laughs> when they said you're gonna come on the show and don't show up, <laughs> or just like, how hard is it to like, share, comment, or share your thoughts? If you don't like it and you think 
we ain't shit you can still tell us but any interaction there's no such thing as bad publicity that part so really just fostering more relationships like that um generic shit continue to grow my practice i need to get ready for enrolling in school in the fall yo do you know it costs money for you to get your transcript from a school Mm -hmm. just to call and have you tell me what the fuck my grades are i gotta pay you for this (laughs) yeah bro that's the education system is a scam bruh like bro even even down to the public school system right if i get fired for saying this i really don't give a fuck y'all need me more than i need you um here we go i was talking with some students today right and school uniforms were created from an equity standpoint right so it was created to make all kids feel equal some kids can't afford the jays the express pants the so on and so forth so if we put them in uniform they all wear the same khakis they all wear the same shirt now here's the catch School uniform shirts are not free, right? Uh-huh. So they give out one free shirt at the beginning of every school year. And I could only speak to my school. Now, there is no saying that that shirt is going to fit me next year or even in six months. So if we're talking about equity, I now have to go buy more school shirts and it has to be in uniform, right? So now I'm still spending whatever money it is either that's going back into your school or the Marshalls, Walmart, Express, wherever I'm getting my polo shirt from. Where's the equity? I'm I, so that's the reason why they started having equity, really, to to create equality because they felt that kids equality or equity. No, well, because <laughs> you're throwing me no, off. No, it's it's an equity standpoint, but it was to create the equality of it yeah. from everyone through an equity standpoint does that okay make sense yeah 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 because i know i went to classical magnet go gladiators um yeah we wore we wore uniforms it's pretty straightforward though. i mean yeah we had to pay for it but i guess i mean you have to pay for regular clothes i'm pretty sure uniforms are probably cheaper than regular clothes but that's the thing if i'm going to walmart right and just getting 10 Hange shirts, right? Yeah. That's cheaper than a twenty-five or thirty-five dollar polo shirt. Twenty dollar polo, and especially a polo shirt, I'm only wearing to school. Whereas I can buy you these five mixed color shirts. You could wear them to school. You could wear them to gym. You could wear them to the park. You could wear them to a party. You're getting more use out of the clothes that are in your dresser than a school uniform. I don't think so, because you're at school five days a week, damn near forty hours. You're you're as a kid, you're in school more. Right, than but now else. I have to buy more clothes. So they only give you that one shirt. Right. I as opposed to I don't have imagine if you didn't have to buy uniform at all. I guess. I I don't I, I, I don't really see it. I I get what you're and saying. Then, and then and then on, on top of it, right? When I was a kid going to magnet schools, we were allowed to wear navy blue, gold, and white right like we had probably depending on your school right depending on your school colors right and then you had short sleeve long sleeves uh school hoodies cardigans and uh fleeces right now it's short sleeve long sleeve or a school fleece all the same color you don't like that that's stupid why um well one where's the self-expression so we're kind of already grooming our kids to fit a mold that's what school's for 
which is taking me back to my initial point of (laughs) school being a scam yeah right secondly what if i can only afford two blue shirts right a funky ass kid well (laughs) thank you yeah right but monday i get applesauce on my shirt tuesday i got ketchup on it Mm. didn't have the time or resources to fully clean the shirt yeah maybe i could wash it in the sink but hello there's still going to be some remnants of something on that shirt come wednesday and i can't cover it up with a school covered hoodie or whatever see my thing is so i went to class school from eight to twelve right eighth grade i graduated um yeah like i hit puberty i got bigger but i also had like i had (laughs) like a lot i probably had at least 12 polos i had like eight different pairs of pants okay you were fortunate and there's a difference between going to classical and going to Kennelly school okay well okay so you're talking about a specific like was it middle school it's a K through eight Hartford Public School. K through eight Hartford Public School. So you mean to tell me these kids don't have clothes outside of school that cost the same amount as a uniform or Bro, sneakers that are hundreds of dollars? Some of them don't, but some of them do. Like you can't, you'll never, you'll never win across the board. Like yes, there's going to be shitty situations for people, but there's also going to be people who are like yeah. I mean, so look at the Hartford demographic. You're looking at more shitty situations than you are good situations. Yeah, but it would be a shittier situation if that kid came to school wearing that dirty-ass Hanes. Like, but that's shirt. the thing. He's wearing a dirty-ass shirt anyway. Yeah, but at least everyone's wearing that same dirty shirt. But that's the thing. If he had more money to put towards actual clothes, then he wouldn't have to wear that dirty shirt. But, in, but to your point, the family doesn't have more money regardless. So you might they as well do. All They're wear spending the same it thing. on uniform shirts. That's bad budgeting. Oh, <laughs> with, all, with all the free money that people have been giving out, like I cannot stimulus. wait to get to the empathy part of today's <laughs> conversation. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I, I just don't see I, I hear what you're saying. Coming I don't from have the guy that just said I had twelve polo shirts. Yeah, no shit. Between five years of going to the same school wearing a uniform, but there's I'm no pr- way the same shirt that you wore in year one fits you in year five. And I address that, but like, yeah, actually, no, I was a two three X nigga most of my life. <laughs> <laughs> like I've been a two or three X nigga, but it's I I I hear what you're saying, but I think it would be just as bad for those kids if they didn't have a uniform. Cause they, cause then they wearing payless whatever shit. They're anyways. already wearing payless shit. Okay, so they're just think, wearing payless khakis. And it would be worse if if it was it, just a payless well, two dollar shirt. Because here's the thing, and then we gonna move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. These come from Marshalls, right? Uh-huh. Now I'm, I'm a example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. These sweatpants come from Marshalls. Oh, you a broke nigga? You wearing Marshall sweatpants? Mm-hmm. Whatever. These same khakis are also coming from Marshalls. Mm-hmm. So. They're shopping at the same places. They're just getting different shit. So whatever would apply to you in sweatpants, sweatpants is also applying to you in. So they have to khakis. wear a different top. What do you mean? Like so, if they if they would be wearing the same bottoms, you anyways, would just have more of a variety. Is is my argument? You you just a dressing ass nigga, and you want better for them. That's it. I'm a dressing nigga. I wear. Only reason I don't wear sweatpants every day on the podcast is because I come straight from work. But, like, your sneaker closet is, like... The sneakers. And I wasn't always this way. You can't dress without... Okay, okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I was not always this way. Okay. I wore Pumas in high school. I, I would... I'd rather... <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's wrong with Pumas. It's just... Oh, shit. We... <laughs> First of all... I like Pumas. 
there's there's somebody sponsored by Puma right now. That wait, wait, wait. Um, it ain't us. Yo, Puma sponsor your boy. Not now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, I I personally like it, bro. Course. Maybe that'd be a good conversation one day. The nitty and gritty of like the the school system, public up to co- collegiate. I think that'd be interesting. Uh, no private. Well, that, I, okay. I was because yeah. I didn't want to say. Well, I could have said K through college because private schools wear uniforms. Right. Um, all right. Because I was going to go on another tangent, but today's topic: emotional intel- intelligence uh. versus self awareness. Now, verse or and verse slash and or they them it. <laughs> Can I say that? Pronouns. <laughs> Just it. You said if I'm trying to show my nipples? Inclusive side. Oh, yeah. All of them. We <laughs> talking about them all. Um, so self-awareness and emotional intelligence. I Let's start right here. Simple. Uh-huh. What is emotional intelligence? First off, I want you to give me your definition and then give me the actual definition. Like like the like the dictionary diction definition and then like your is that not because you look yeah <laughs> my thing is you looked at me like I had that bad boy looked up but I I, I thought you did no nah. oh my oh. <laughs> the alley, the alley was you <laughs> had you had something there and it, it it was actually the same definition as I have as emotion we are all over the fucking place today. It's, it's been a day it's uh. been a day so. I, <laughs> <laughs> That was funny. Um, All right. So the definition of emotional intelligence, the capacity to be aware of control and express one's emotions and to handle interpersonal relationships judiciously and empathetically. I feel like T.I. just read that shit when you said (laughs) judicial. Yo, T.I., come on the show, bro. T.I. I got some questions for him, too. (laughs) (laughs) When you shoot him, just don't shoot me, bro. Um, Because we know you got him. <laughs> so yes, emotional intelligence is the ability to understand, manage, and manage your own emotions and those of the people around you. I think that is you have to be reflective enough to understand your own emotions and then be able to observe and understand others based on specific situations. So part of emotional intelligence, I think the two key factors is why you're feeling what you're feeling and what you're feeling what you're feeling and what made you feel that way would you agree with that you need me to say that again why you're feeling what you're feeling why you're feeling what you're feeling yeah well first you need to acknowledge oh shit i'm feeling something where did it go yeah yo did you know that the spider in my room i named him kai and i joe because you can't find him because i want to know where did he come from and where did he go Yo, shout out my guy Drew. <laughs> Was that a Drew joke? <laughs> no. I, um, but <laughs> so the feelings, right? First, you have to acknowledge that. Oh shit, I'm feeling something, uh-huh. right? Then it's what am I feeling, right? And then it's why am I feeling this? What made me feel this way? Uh, I w- yeah, I would agree with that. How? good and i feel like i know the answer how good are you at acknowledging 
you know, all right, I'm feeling something. What is it? Why? I would say 90 percentile. You you can just figure it out? Yeah. How? Because I have simplified my emotions down to like, <laughs> <laughs> to like a solid 10 to 20. Okay. So, so I don't need a... The, it, like sometimes like i was sad one time i think i was sad like three or four months ago and i was like what the fuck am i feeling right Just, now? you've only been sad once in the last four months yeah the fuck nigga i'm sad three or t- four times a week you should, <laughs> you should talk to somebody <laughs> yeah, i'd be getting over it but like damn but like so i guess what makes you sad and like why would you be around it constantly well, sometimes you can't it's help like, it. It's like people listening to SZA. <laughs> SZA, come on the show. Come check this guy. <sighs> Please. Bro, sometimes I think, well, one, there's levels to sadness, right? Like, mm-hmm. just because I say I'm sad doesn't mean I'm in this, like, always this deep depression. And, like, it could just be a, a, a moment of lowness. You know what I mean? Like, it could be in my day that I thought about something i thought the thought and then it goes on you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like comes and goes it could be a flashback um i could be critiquing myself at any moment i'm not sitting here and say it overpowers me um but and maybe i'm speaking inaccurately but i would maybe say i feel sad some sort of sadness at least once a day really i i could I could honestly and like wholeheartedly say that. You feel it or you observe it? Because I observe Ooh. sadness all the time. Like within yourself? No. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to say it like that. But like I can observe people being sad. Like, oh wow. Or like I can understand. <laughs> Look at that sad I can understand something being a sad situation. Um, I literally. I. I literally somebody's family member passed away recently that I didn't know about it. I guess he posted it on social media and mm. then one of our friends called us because we're all supposed to do separate speaking engagements. Um, he was like, yo, um, could you do this? Such and such is going through a tough time, whatever. Um, like, all right, cool. Yeah. Don't like me. Have you talked to him? Like, did you ask him? Like, uh, I don't know. I feel like he has a lot of things going on right now. It'd be a little insensitive to ask. <laughs> I was like, Okay, yeah, I guess that makes sense. But I, I guess in my head, I'm like, I mean, this was already pre-planned. Like, I, like, I understand things happen, and very unfortunate things happen, and you can't really, you can't really plan for plan for these things, mm. and like understand like how you're gonna go about things in that moment. But also, like, um, it's I guess it's insensitive to say, but like, you know things go on and you still are at previous engagements i think you still need to send something out like hey listen this happened i can't do this anymore like is that is that fucked up to say no i i was trying to figure out where you were going with the statement because I, I i thought you were gonna say like money your family member died you should still speak like i thought that yeah get it that's all i was like hold on bro no, no but no, no. but no i You're i still live it no, no, that's crazy i i do agree that at some point there should have been some sort of communication mm-hmm. because what if he did still want to speak at that engagement as like an escape and that other person spoke for him that that part so so i think there. I, I think it's a, I think it's a tough subject and a tough right. thing to address. But in my head, I mean, y'all know me. Um, <laughs> my first thing I was like, "Well, did you call and ask him?" He's like, "Uh, I feel like that's a little insensitive to do right now." When like, 
he's going through a lot so it's it's really all about delivery um and how you approach it because if you were to just be like hey bro do you still want to talk on saturday at the library it's like bro my dog just died like what are you talking about but if you were to approach it in a manner of like hey you know i know a lot of things are going on it was your turn to speak we're okay covering you but we just wanted to run it by you sorry if this is not a good time you know it's, it's being as empathetic towards that person in the situation yeah and that's where being self-aware and emotional intelligence comes into play and being yeah empathy um because like i said i've said it multiple times i got empathy for people but sympathy fresh out um we, we're gonna get to empathy <laughs> okay. um where let's go like to the root of emotional intelligence right mm-hmm. um where i don't know if you could just pinpoint one specific situation um but what where or what would you attribute your emotional intelligence to <clears throat> um being shy and observant as a kid mm, elaborate on that um you learn more by being the quietest person in the room so if you are the person who can just sit somewhere and observe you learn a lot more by being the one who's talking and being the center of attention and i say that because it's powerful watching people interact with others and interact with you and their raw like emotions and mannerisms mm. are being shown like there's nothing yeah it might be a facade you might have a mask on but eventually like i'm gonna see some chinks in that armor and like understand a lot more about you than um you probably real probably realize so i remember being in fifth grade at bowers elementary school and i was standing outside talking to one of my friends and throughout the entire conversation i was just thinking like i'm looking at you I'm so curious, like, if I was in your position looking through your eyes, like, what you see. Um, And that was pretty much the moment when I started kind of having a bird's eye view on most conversations and situations. Just thinking, like, how is this being viewed on the outside looking in in, like, all aspects? Word. Um, It's interesting the first thing you said, um, quietest person in the room, right? Mm -hmm. Because, and I know you've picked this up about me a long time ago right when i first meet people i actually don't like people so i will actually be very very quiet in early interactions until i can read a person in a situation mm-hmm. right but then going to your second point of like oh the person that is the loudest in the room oftentimes that is me but also because i can control the narrative because i've already read the room yeah, you know what facts. i mean and it's like but i do agree that reading the room first whereas as a kid i would just dive in now it's like you know be more calculated and intentional and aware of not only your emotions but the emotions of others the energy of people's the intentions of others before you dive in and go maneuver that room you know i yeah i call it strategic outburst um because it's actually one of the most fun things for me is meeting a stranger and (laughs) like setting the tone for what they think i am and then like when they get to know me they're like oh shit you're not like that at all Mm -hmm. right that's just great so i think 
it's interesting because Facebook memories come up all the time and I see them and it's like, damn, I've always thought this way. Right. Um, my writing wasn't always that good, but same, but the thought processes were similar. Um, but when I think of like, yo, what made me emotionally intelligent? I think back to one of my exes, right? Damn, the first um, heartbreak? I say like the second relationship. Okay. Um, that was the first time that I could really say like I had I was conscientious, made aware, and learned about someone else's emotions. You get what I'm saying? Like like mm. I'm in control of this, like I can contribute, take away, like these just because I feel how I feel, I have to learn and understand this other person's feelings and emotions was this person emotionally reactive a lot um because it almost sounds like you had to walk on eggshells no I, I wouldn't say that but you you have to learn like you have to learn your person's love language what turns them on what turns them off what triggers them mm. how to make them happy you know what i mean like all of that is emotional intelligence learning their emotions Facts. you get what i'm saying so like that at 25 26 years old was the first time it was like okay this set this person off were they really mad at me for this or is there a greater thing you get what i'm saying and that's when i had to really like read someone and i and i'm better for that you know i mean i think at that time i really didn't realize it and it definitely contributed to like some of our issues but now at 30 years old i could look back and say like I'm sorry. No, I'm, just I'm sorry for 2004. Those are the only words I know it as. Yo, Ruben, but, come on the <laughs> Ruben, come on the show. But I think like at 25 was the first time that I can openly say like, you know, really being conscientious and aware of like wow, that's another person. It's so funny because they do say that men mature slower than women but i think when they say that they're referring to emotional intelligence how so because i think women have more <laughs> women have more circles um from they're like trees huh trees have the rings on the inside of the circles to show their age you didn't know that? I, I did. You just didn't see the connection. I didn't. <laughs> and I was going to make a joke. I was like, women got rings on the inside. Is that their body count? My <laughs> <laughs> um, Why does he do this? I don't know. That's just where my brain went. But <laughs> because I think women at younger ages, they, from just my observation of like people I went to school with, they had like slumber parties. They had like more circles and more connections with other women to be emotionally vulnerable than mm. men do so being able to it's easier to deduce things while talking to a group of people rather than researching it on your own because as a collective you can have five people researching something and come to five different realizations that are all also true as opposed to men typically like I'm just gonna go in my cave. I'm going to read. I'm gonna play some video games. I'm gonna really just like think, 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 and just try to figure this out for myself. Mm. Um, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because we weren't really given the space. Because like, what would that space look like other than like sports, right? Um, and like having a collective team sport. But 
you know, guys, we not, I don't even know what, like, I, I heard a lot of weird things about girls' sleepovers in middle school, but, like, we, I don't, how many sleepovers did you used to have as a kid? Like, outside of family? Yeah. Two? <laughs> yeah, right? Like, <laughs> like, like what, I, if I, what if I stayed over your house for, other than to play video games, like, all day? Yeah, I don't think, like, if I wasn't, if it wasn't family members or me going to a soccer tournament in the morning, mm. like, I... Is that because, like, you've always not liked people or just, like, you never saw the point? Because I never really understood the point. It, 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 it never occurred to me to be like, hey, Spencer, I want to go to your house and, and not, not go to mine <laughs> at the end of the night. Like, <laughs> like, I would go to, fr- like, Nelson, bro, I would lie to my parents, right, and tell them that I missed the bus and then go to his house after school, play video games, and his grandmother would cook dinner. My dad was always pissed because I would do it on the days that he wasn't supposed to have us. So mm-hmm. he'd have to bring me to Bloomfield. And it was like, but I never thought like, damn, I'm about to spend the night at Nelson's house. Like, Yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I didn't me either. Um, where are you? No, 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 go ahead. Where do values tie into emotional intelligence? Like, your values, your morals, do those things coincide with each other? Do one have to do with the other? Ooh, that's a powerful question. I, um, I've, been, I've been sitting with this for a while. As we know, I'm pretty logical. Um, but the common... Subjective. De- yeah. <laughs> the, um, as, uh, as I'm studying more successful people and, like... Uh, people who make it further in life um, than what we're used to and like what we're surrounded with, they all have strong emotional ties to the bigger picture of what they're looking to accomplish, and they all stand bigger than themselves, whether it be religion, family, community, and organization. Like, they all stand for something that i think is a way to compartmentalize bad times um but it's it's just interesting so i think i think having that emotional tie to what you're trying to accomplish and that self-awareness of like okay i am triggered by failure or i'm triggered by not i'm triggered by what the negative ramifications would be of me not hitting my goal because there's a lot more at stake than just me if that made sense i feel like no i i think it does and i might be reiterating what you're saying or saying something totally different but i think for me instead of attaching to the final goal or the bigger goal i look to take my values and morals and carry it through the work Mm. you get what i'm saying like wherever my end destination is whatever i'm doing i want to make sure that in this moment through and through i am carrying my values and morals with me when i'm coaching i want you to look at me and be like no this guy cares he's hardworking. he's dedicated you know all that stuff he's loyal like my yeah i yeah as opposed to 
attaching it to the end goal, it's like at the end is like, all right, all this stuff is produced. Whereas if I do it throughout, it's like, nah, it's it's there. And see, that's interesting because you you you're essentially saying that you want people like perspective being reality. You want people's perspective of you to be your value showing. Mm. Um, and what I have struggled with is that I genuinely don't give a fuck what people think, but I also think like I need <laughs> to give a fuck what people think in see, some capacity. See, I don't know if it's caring what people think because truthfully I don't, but I. But you do. You just said it. No, it's it's the like I want a my if my work is a reflection of me. I want you to look and say, all right, this is what I see. Mm. You hear what I'm saying? Like, this person worked hard. This person is caring. Like, all those things. I mean, you might see it differently, but if I put myself into my work, then you're going to see, like, okay, I could see this person's values. I could see that this person really cares. Mm. And not even about what I think about him, just about this work, about what he's doing, about who he is. Because at the end of the day, I care more about who I am than who you think I am. That's fair. So, okay, that's good. That uh, that actually helped because I'm gonna go back and not give it a fuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, because that's always been that's always been my modus operandi. Like, God bless, bless you. Choo. You sneeze. I didn't know you spoke Latin. Modus operandi. Bless you. That's crazy. She's. Oh, I thought that was you when you said motorboat around the today. I was like, this nigga wild on the show. He said he gonna motorboat you today. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> I'm on fire today. So that that yeah, that's always been. I think that's just always been my perspective to other people. Like, yo, he works a lot. Yo, people. People at the agency, um, I guess leadership says it a lot. Like, yo, you work a lot more than like what is reflected. I'm like, I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> like, wait, what? Yeah, that does it, not sound good. Well, it, to not go down a rabbit hole, but yeah, looking looking at my business and like the amount of work I'm putting in, if it like it hasn't been intentional to like where i could be going mm. um so yeah yeah i mean i guess that's cool but like that's like that's the part where i just don't give a fuck i'm like yeah i'm working really hard but like i'm just now seeing like the there's result. a method to the madness yeah the results of that work um and i don't know i think I think my issue is that people try to give you pats on the back and like coddle you and like I just don't need that and then I don't receive it well so then it just gets weird and that's why I was like I really just don't care anymore like y'all say what you say I'm gonna keep it pushing See, but that has something to say about emotions in itself too how so be well yeah that's one thing you're not able to take in whatever other people are saying because it counteracts what you're saying about yourself or where you want to be it also okay i can understand that um and i'm not saying that in a negative no 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 I right get that. right right but you i i also have to believe that it's coming from a genuine place 
it's kind of hard when you work around a bunch of salespeople. <laughs> like we know how to talk to people in a certain way to make right. them feel a certain way, but like it's hard for me unless we have a relationship where I trust what you're saying is coming from a genuine place. To I me, I take like, what you say with a grain of salt. Yeah, you just giving me a pitch, and like I don't need that. So I think one thing that I've noticed this year is, well, I've noticed this a long time ago, but I'm a lot, right? I tell people all the time, I'm annoying. I know that I'm annoying, right? Mm. Um, And as I say, like, if you don't like me, something's wrong with you. And <laughs> I firmly believe that, as I've said so many times on this show. Yeah. Also, what can I do to make you like me? You get what I'm saying? And that's part of... You care of, about that. I don't I don't think I care, but it's one of those things like one of my bosses at my school, um, I used to always tell like, I'm the annoying little brother you never wanted, right? Because <laughs> like we would clash heads and like go back and forth. And at the end of the day, it's my boss. Like I should sit here and respect you, right? To a degree. To a, to a, to a, to a well, another conversation. <laughs> But it's one of those things that it's like, all right, maybe the way I approach you is not going to be the same way I approach Ash. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And yes, That's I can. That's emotional intelligence. R- right. Yeah. I can a- always authentically be me, but aware that Ash can't handle it or maybe Ash reacts better this way. That's being a- a- aware of myself and also aware of Ash. And then be like, okay, I could be this way with Spencer. <clears throat> Because this, that, the third. So, at what point is it just like, listen, this is going to hurt your feelings, but I'm saying it anyways. Like, when does that come into play? Because I find that... When I've tried it your way and it just, we not getting nowhere. Because at least if we still don't agree, I could at least say, I tried it your way, and now I'm just, here you have it. Yeah, I know in, like, previous friendships and relationships, I, I think I've coddled people too much because my perspective of them is like they're very do do you always have to say what's on your mind like are some things sometimes better off left unsaid personally i trust my gut and my intuition so if i have the urge that i need to say something it may not always be relative or right but i would much rather get it out than just something go left later on and i could have said it like when i wanted to okay um so with that being said mm -hmm. can you admit when you're wrong yeah what does that look like (laughs) damn i fucked up (laughs) (laughs) um i i i used to work so hard so i never met failure um and now i I still don't like it, but I'm trying to adopt the philosophy to fail more often because that's where majority of the learning experience is and that's where you get better. But you also having emotional intelligence and being self-aware. I also know that I need daily wins. Like I need, I need to go to the gym every day cause that's my win. And like when mm. I feel sore, I know I did something productive for myself. Right. Because I am so I'm actively seeking failure like that, <laughs> that will weigh on you over time. So like you also have to have like gratitude and just be like, okay, I got my wins here. This is where I fell short. What can I do to adjust this? But I still have my daily consistent wins that I get. So, according to Daniel Sloss, 
No. Goldman. Uh, he's an American psychologist who has helped popularize, popularize emotional intelligence. There are fee, fee, five key elements five. Of, <laughs> of this sentence did not come out at all. I was trying to sound all educated and shit. Like I did my homework. <laughs> there are five key elements of emotional intelligence, according to Sir Goldman. Self-awareness, self-regulation, motivation, empathy and social skills okay um we've kind of hit on self-awareness in the sense of like do they go hand in hand and according to him you can't have one without the other Mm -hmm. um and i think i kind of hit on it earlier realizing like i know i'm a lot but now let me tap into other people's emotions as i deliver myself differently self-regulation admitting when you're wrong right and you kind of just hit on that um and my thing when it comes to like admitting when you're wrong sorry is only acceptable so many times until it's like bro like now you're just doing this on purpose is it the same thing what do you mean like because if i apologize because i'm not (laughs) if i apologize that means i meant it because a lot of times i said what i said um (laughs) so but sometimes i said what i said and i'm sorry that it hurt your feelings i still meant it that's not an apology Cause I said like I'm not I'm not sorry it hurt your feelings because I said what I said like you probably needed to hear that so so I say all that to say when I do apologize like no it's coming from a good place so that's why my initial question are we apologizing for the same thing that you keep doing wrong or is these just apologies in general? Well, you just kind of mind fucked me. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm apologizing for anymore. <laughs> I would apologize neither. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> Um, well, again, I, I trust my gut and my intuition. So like, if I feel the, if I feel that I need to say something that you need to hear based on what I know about you, my observations and my emotional intelligence I picked up from you. Um, yeah. Like if that hurts your feelings, like good, it probably needed to like learn from it. So what about accountability then holding yourself accountable? That that's that, the same thing yeah because like if if i fuck with you like i probably have i know if i fuck with you i have love for you so which means anything i'm saying to you oh don't touch me no, I'm <laughs> um so what I, whatever i'm saying is coming from a place of love so it's like yeah if you fucking up or like you're continuously fucking up or you're playing the victim and i'm gonna call you out on it and yeah you know the truth hurts at first and then it sets you free like you just have to acknowledge it okay um the third one is motivation and you kind of just hit on that you know with your daily wins i think an important thing to remember um remember do you remember the time i was doing lion king (laughs) (laughs) um when think about motivation is your why um and not just your why but other people's whys i think that really can tap into people's emotions your motivation well just your why your why yeah well that's what i was saying before like these people who have been extremely successful in what they do they have an emotional attachment to their why their religion their organization whatever that they stand for so yeah i I see that now fourth uh-huh. And my favorite one, ladies and gentlemen, can I get a drum roll? Oh, can I get a drum roll? Can I 
Can I get a drum roll? There's no drum roll. Can on I get there. a drum roll? It's C. Hit C. You're looking for C. No, I I was up. Hey, middle dance. <laughs> we don't have a drum roll, but I wish Bri was here so he could just zoom in on my face. <laughs> um, empathy. Mm-hmm. I think if you were a glass. And we had to break you down into percentages. I think you are 5% empathetic. Really? Yes. Because I would say I'm an empath. Empath? Empath. empath. So you can't even say the shit right. <laughs> you can't. I've heard it pronounced both. Empath? That sounds like a Pokemon. Is it empath? I've heard empath. Okay, empath. Fuck it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> how, how would you... Because you essentially just said, like, I'm going to tell you what it is and not really care about your feelings. No, no. I, I said, based on the emotional intelligence I've picked up of you. Because one thing about me, and this is why. But empathy is not about you. Thank you. One thing about me is that I, I feel other people's emotions. I feel their energy. I pick up on it. That doesn't mean I need to acknowledge it for myself. Like, just because you're sad right now doesn't mean it's going to make me sad, but I feel your sadness. Okay. I I don't know if feeling is the right word. I think you are Ignal- acknowledging. I can acknowledge. I have to feel it and then acknowledge that okay. I feel it. Well, uh, <laughs> sorry. I think you're just. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. But I think when it comes to like emotional intelligence, I think empathy is big because I'm I'm curious that sympathy is not also in there too because I feel like you have to have both sympathy and empathy and know when to switch from either or and be able to do both. So what does sympathy em- get you? Empathy is see, but that's where you're wrong. I didn't because I no, asked a question. No, I know, but hold on. <laughs> Okay. Empathy is the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. Yes. Right? So here's where I think you lack. I think you can understand. I don't even think you can understand because if you saw someone crying, you would be like, I don't understand why you're crying. So I think. I have no pity for anyone. Say, I'm but it's. Sorry that whatever is making you sad is making you so sad that you're crying right Right. And that's why I say you can acknowledge. I acknowledge that you're crying, but I cannot understand or accept why. Yes, I can. Bruh. Yes. (laughs) So I I just don't see that for myself. Like, I don't see. But but again, it's not about you. It's about the other person. Do I not need to feel what they're feeling to acknowledge it? You don't need to feel it. Y'all just said that's what empathy is. Ability to understand, well, I guess, share the feelings. Okay. But you're not taking it on to yourself. No, I'm not Jesus. <laughs> I'm not doing, I don't need to do that. But I can, like, I yes, I'm like, yeah, I feel that, but I don't need to cry. I can sit here with you. Well, I'm not saying you need to cry. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, like, the little boy that can't afford 12 shirts. And for your response to say. I would buy the nigga 12 shirts. I guess that's. I you just said that's poor. 
budgeting. That's poor budget. Thank you. It's poor budgeting that they can't afford it because I'm sure if I went through their financials, they could find money to buy 12 shirts. But since the little nigga can't get it, I would buy you 12 shirts. Like, I don't care. Like, I want you to feel good. At the end of the day, I like making people feel good. So when people are in shitty situations, yes, I I, I promise y'all, I feel it. I'm not emotionally reactive like y'all. Can, can I tell you something? Well, first of all. I was like, don't come yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, now y'all feel some type. I don't know why. For some reason, my fist just popped up. <laughs> and I, Emotionally like, reactive. Like, I'm in. <laughs> like, we talk about empathy. I don't know why. I just cocked a real, like, a real good right. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, I don't know why. I just looked down and my hand was balled up. <laughs> no, but it's. It's just funny because, like, bro, I've had at least, and bro, I'm not even exaggerating when I say this. Yeah. I've had five to ten people be like, yo, that nigga Spencer needs a therapist. Yo, that nigga Spencer but does why? not know empathy. But why? I, <laughs> I, I, I do. I just think y'all aren't used to seeing it this way. Y'all are used to people coddling or like, oh my gosh, what's happening? I could I could feel that internally and just look at you with a straight face. Yo, what's like what's going on? So here's the thing. The difference between empathy and sympathy is that empathy is shown in how much compassion and understanding we can give to another, whereas sympathy is more of a feeling of pity for another. Yeah. Empathy is our ability to understand how someone feels. And that's important. Understand how they feel. That doesn't mean you need to also feel it. While sympathy is our relief in not having the same problems. Now, I wouldn't say you're a sympathetic person because, yeah, like, I feel like when it comes to pity, it's like I'm shaming you. Right? Like I, I don't have sympathy for you. I got a solution. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that's the thing though like some people in certain moments they don't always need an answer sometimes they just need they to be heard know that like you see and hear them in that moment that they're sad for whatever reason yeah I, I i understand that i think y'all have never been around me during these times but you could <laughs> you're right because <laughs> all here's ah you can't wear 12 shirts nigga <laughs> I think yeah, I think y'all have a a, a specific view or perspective on me, which I don't Yeah, which is great. I like listen, I I love it. Um but when it like push comes to shove, when it comes down to like needing a person to be there for you, if you need to cry, if you need to do any of these things, like I'm for sure like But that's something else because you are a reliable person. <laughs> yeah, but like, like you, I, you can be reliable and not empathetic. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're saying like, no matter what, I'm gonna be there for you. Yeah, that don't mean you're empathetic. That means you're reliable. I, I don't think any of y'all have show. I don't think y'all have given me a reason to show empathy. Damn. <laughs> well, this is just, this is just dig a hole. Dig, dig, dig. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm uh, I, uh, now we sound like two niggas with a mic. <laughs> I really do not know what to say. We are gonna move on to the next, the sixth and final component of emotional intelligence. See, I'm crying five. I'm sorry, you are five. Okay, you're right. Five. See, I can admit when I'm wrong. <sighs> Have empathy for me. <laughs> 
That's sympathy you're looking for. I don't know what the fuck I'm looking for at this point. <laughs> Yo. The final is social skills, which I don't think anybody in this room struggles with. Um, but I do find as I continue to grow and get older, my social skills are forever developing. That part. Yeah, because you got to <clears throat> my social skills right now wouldn't be adequate for certain rooms that i want to be in mm. so yeah that makes sense um yeah i mean we've been chopping it up almost an hour and i had some things about uh self-awareness um that i think hmm, i think we could always bring this topic back that's a fact and, i think we need i think, think we need some uh uh who man or uh, yes because yeah. if we say female we're wrong right wrong yeah, we don't need any male i mean women dogs in here bro my latin teacher in high school i said female and she kicked me out of class i was like excuse me no we don't speak about women that way female like i didn't know i was in the wrong like you know i didn't mean it maliciously like you would have thought i called her a bitch to her face <laughs> like i i was so thrown off yeah um well shit bro let's um this was a lot we were all over but these are the episodes that get the views bro Facts. on some drake shit they gonna be like yo he definitely needs i'm on a roll today i what? said we get views on some drake shit i don't get it drake dropped the album called views oh I, yeah i wouldn't know i wouldn't know the uh -oh. names of them but uh, i'm sure it was a good but joke <laughs> it was a good joke that shit stung you like a scorpion Get it? Because Drake dropped an album named Scorpion. I don't know Drake. It's, it's all right, bro. After this episode, nothing's going to be the same. <laughs> ah, get it? Get it? Because ah! nothing was the same. Ah! Yeah. Is Take Care an album or a song? It's okay, bro. Because after this, I'm telling you to take care. Get it? Because he dropped an album called Take Care. Uh, answer my question. just asked if Take Care was a song or an album of Drake. I hope Drake fans roast you. I, I hope they do too. They can fight me too. What up? Like <laughs> There's nothing a Drake fan has anything to say to me. Facts. Actually. From a retired Drake fan, he said ten stood ten toes down on that. But I just named five Drake albums. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, bro. Um we'll take it back to twenty fourteen and go up the forest to Hell the Dry. No, that was a bad one. Yeah. No. <laughs> I know that one, and it was butchered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Um, but, yeah, nah, bro, let's wrap this shit up and uh, make, like, a banana and split. Oh, I should have said the stripper one. Make, like, a stripper's legs and split. Mm, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is definitely an interesting episode. Um, I guess my 15 seconds of fame is not to give any spoilers, but May, May 11th. Say it again. May 11th. What day? May 11th. It's, okay. It's a Thursday. Friday's Eve. Make sure y'all mark your calendars. We got some big things coming. Bro, everybody that's listening, watching, streaming, whatever, y'all don't got shit to do May 11th. So May 11th right now, mark it off. Yeah. Just If you're not out the state or out the country... You shouldn't be, unless your shit was booked two months ago. Cancel the shit right now. <laughs> I don't want to hear nothing because you're gonna miss out and be me, 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 me. Bruh, May 11th. 
My bad, bro. This was your 15 what seconds. What was that, though? <laughs> people be saying, man, you know, I just want to be my man. You guys nigga me a hoodie. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, May 11th, definitely pull up. And I guess I guess my, uh, my 15 seconds is take some time out of your day, your week, your month, and show somebody close to you empathy. That was real, bro. Yeah, do it for me since I don't do it. That was real. Well, shit, I've apparently never given you a reason to. <laughs> there was the car situation. I felt that. <laughs> really? <laughs> I felt that shit for real. I'm feeling it now. Um, my. <laughs> so now you feel it. That's why you feel empathy because you're in my situation. Um, thank you guys to Court Vision, the creative campus, allowing us to call this place home. Facts. Cannot wait for you guys, our listeners, the higher ups, to come and uh, fuck with us here one day. We're gonna put that in the works. Um, all that being said, Ash, thanks for being here, Bry. We miss you, but I'm glad you're doing your thing. Being great, yes, sir. Um, my 15 <clears throat> seconds of fame is don't wait. Don't wait to start that new job. Don't wait to ask that person out. Don't wait to follow us. Don't wait to get on a train because you're going to miss out. It Use some emotional intelligence before you ask that person out because it could go down in flames. My bad. Nah, but don't even because you're going to learn. If it goes down in flames, you're going to learn. So, But just don't wait. Whatever you do, don't wait because when I'm telling you you're going to miss out, life is going to happen before you even fucking realize it. Then you're going to be mad at yourself and you're going to be looking for Spencer to give you empathy. And he's going to say, I don't got empathy or sympathy for you. I got a strong hug. And that's it. That's it. And I say all that to say this is the best fucking podcast CT. May 11th, we coming to take over the world and don't fuck it up because you know what? Peace.